Hello, y'all, and welcome to Jackalope Tales, Urban Legends, and Music, where we uncover, is it real or is it a jackalope tale? I'm your host, Charles Mooney. And I'm Lisa Umbarger. And also with us today are our production crew, Jenny. Hello. Jeannie. Meow. Natalie. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) And on the board, a man who likes to taste the rainbow, Sam. It's delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Loving that rainbow. So we kind of gave you a hint of what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we did, didn't we? It's the best part of waking up, but without people. (laughs) 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 We're going to talk about um, jingles, Jingles. commercial jingles. Oh, God. I loved commercial jingles. Oh, man. And there were so so many of them. Yeah, they were especially prevalent back in the 70s and 80s. I mean, that's what every company seemed to go with. Right. You wanted to get that one earworm. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And I watched a shit ton of TV. I knew all the Gilligan's Island episodes. I knew all the Three Stooges episodes. Right. I mean, any time away from school was spent watching TV for me. Right. I don't know if it's because you just keep hearing it over and over and over, but those jingles still stick with me today. Right. Oh, my God. I remember my grandma had a hill out back of her house, and it was a big grass hill. And yeah. we used to recreate a commercial for this <laughs> detergent called Fab. And I don't even think it's around anymore. And we would roll down the hill like the kids in the commercial (laughs) yeah, and sing, Oh, Fab, I'm glad there's lemon fresh and borax in you. Yes. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And then there was the whole Almond Joy, sometimes you feel like a nut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes Sometimes you you don't. don't. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then the one that always sticks in my brain, meow, 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 meow. Jeannie, you need to join in because... Uh, oh, that's right. That's kind of how you introduced yourself. Oh, chow, chow, chow. <laughs> and they did that one of the calendar cats. Remember that one? Which With one the is... January, chow, 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 chow. Oh, yes. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that one. Love that. Oh. And Morris the Cat. I love oh, Morris the Cat. They did Grumpy. Oh, yeah. He was pissed. So. <laughs> the original Grumpy Cat. Right. He, he came before Garfield, right? He did. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that Garfield ripped off Morris the Cat. Oh, man. Garfield never felt authentic. No, because cats don't like spaghetti. No. <laughs> or lasagna or whatever. Lasagna. Wasn't it lasagna? <laughs> But then who looks for authenticity in a cartoon? <laughs> well, I do. Did you ever see Family Circle? Oh, God. Oh, no. That was real. That was real life. That was real shit. That was real. Yeah. How about Goofus and Gallant from Highlights? Oh, yeah. Oh. I always loved Goofus. He was my favorite. Ah. But I think that's true of a lot of people. I only saw Highlights when I went to the dentist. There were Bibles and Highlight magazines. I have no idea <laughs> you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam was so deprived he doesn't know what highlights is oh my god it's still a thing my kids had it well describe what it is highlights is a magazine for children it has some articles yeah it has lots of puzzles lots of like find the item hidden in the picture Mm -hmm. or which thing is different than the other thing and you choose how the pictures are different there were a lot of really bad dad jokes in there like the kind you find on the back of laffy taffy but as a child, it was incredibly entertaining. See, the kids would be so much better off nowadays if right. they just read a highlights every now and well, then. Well, we right. had a subscription to my house. And my kids well, see, were big fans. It paid off. You got good kids. Sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't edit the hesitation out because they might listen. Yeah. Edit the hesitation. <laughs> they are 100% not allowed to listen to this podcast. <laughs> but uh, one person that I was really impressed with by the jingles that he wrote was Barry Manilow. He wrote so many jingles. I don't think people realize how many jingles he no, wrote. No, because he's known for all of his music, but jingles. Mandy. They want to hear Barry Manilow sing the sappy piano songs. Yeah, he should go on a jingles tour. Oh, my God. That would be, <laughs> yeah, I don't care who it is, Barry Manilow or whoever. If there was a tour where they only sang commercials and oh. theme songs for TV shows. That's a cover band I would like. I think it would be awesome. Because <laughs> he did State Farm. Yep. Uh, Which is like a good neighbor. State, State Farm, Farm is there. there. Yep. And Band-Aid. They, I am stuck on Band-Aid brand because Band-Aid stuck on me. Yeah. Uh, Pepsi. Which uh, Pepsi one? I just wrote down Pepsi. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying uh, to think. Of- I don't know this one, but it says feeling free. It sounds 70s. Yeah, it's yeah. The, yeah, it looks 70s. And then he did the You Deserve a Break Today at McDonald's. Oh, really? Yep. And he even did one for Stridex. Remember the face yes. cleaning for pimples and stuff? Give your face something to smile about. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because you wipe them and then they'd show the camera how yeah, dirty it's it like, was. Yeah, I got dirt on the little pad. Yeah. Oh, get your dirty <laughs> face out of here. But yeah, that's such, such a weird side gig that he had. But he was really yeah. good. At oh, it. no. Good God. He's written so many hits. But there are some other musicians yeah. that have done jingles. We figured it out. Oh, yeah. We dug deep and found some. And the one I'm going to talk about is... The band Air Supply. Oh, awesome. Yeah. They're a soft rock band, kind of play the yacht rock kind of music. Yeah. Your parents love it, uh, that kind of thing. They had 50 million hits. Oh, yeah. Lost in Love, All Out of Love, <laughs> Even the Nights Are Better. So many love songs. Oh, God. So, really, the band was just two guys Graham Russell from England and Russell Hitchcock, the singer, and he was from Australia. Now, you know what? This is the musician in me, because I read this when looking into the band. The guitarist, Graham Russell, Mm -hmm. he's left-handed, and he plays a guitar. He takes a right-handed guitar and just turns it over so his strings are are total with the high string on top and the low string on the bottom. Didn't so, Jimi uh, Hendrix play that way too, though, I think? I think he, though, got the strings in the right order for uh-huh. his direction. But this guy plays chords upside down. That's weird. Oh, it's fucked it's up. It's going to be hard. For those people that are musicians and listening to this, they'll be amazed. Everyone else will be like, oh, oh, well. Yeah. But in 1992, Air Supply found an opportunity to write a song for a particular candy that Graham Russell, the guitarist, happened to really enjoy. Hmm. Graham found that this particular candy was almost like an aphrodisiac. But... Yeah, he would use this candy, like, because you know the meets and greets and all that stuff. And he found that this candy gave him that nice, fresh breath. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then he seemed to always get lucky with the ladies, even more than the lead singer. But he, there's rumors about the lead singer, isn't there? There's that maybe he doesn't that want to be lucky with the ladies? Right, okay. right. Well, he wasn't lucky with the men either. 
Oh, so I know too much about this band. I'm discovering. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, an opportunity came up for them to write a jingle for Mentos. Oh man. And they jumped at the opportunity because, oh, my God, Mentos is helping him get luckier. They wrote the Mentos jingle. And if you don't remember it, I'm going to sing it. So you ready for this? Let's do it. It doesn't matter what comes. Fresh goes better in life. With Mentos fresh and full of life. Nothing gets to you staying fresh, staying cool. With Mentos fresh and full of life. Fresh goes better. Mentos fresher. Fresh goes better with Mentos fresh and full of life. Woo! Friend, Mentos the fresh maker. The fresh maca. Fresh maca. <laughs> I remember that song. Oh, my God. The commercials they did using that jingle, they were campy. They'd always show, like, some kid in a various day dilemma, and then they'd consume <laughs> a Mentos and be inspired to solve their problem in a quick, humorous fashion. Right, like share a cab. Oh, yes. I remember they always looked like they were not made for an American audience. Do you remember that? No. It always looked like it was made in a foreign country. It was. In fact, uh, yeah, Mentos was definitely originated over in the European states. Okay. So, yeah, and that's where, I mean, of course, you got air supply from... England and from Australia, so they were definitely more exposed to Mentos than the Americans were yet. But the commercial started in 1991, and it boosted the sales of Mentos uh, $20 And then by 1996, because of these commercials, it went to $120 million. Holy cow. So The Foo Fighters even did a spoof video of Mentos. Oh, yeah. One of their songs. Yeah, that's right, because Dave Grohl happens to be kind of like a closet supply fan. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, Mentos is also famous for the Diet Coke experiment where you put the Mentos, drop it into the liter bottle. Yes. And watch it blow up. Yep. And then it's even turned into a sexual practice. Uh, uh-uh. Yeah, it's the Mentos mudslide, which really ends up being, without going into detail, well, it calls for a tarp, I'm sure. But <laughs> <laughs> you put uh, Mentos in your partner's Hershey Highway. Uh-huh. And then as uh, the person is doing the act in the Hershey Highway, they pour Diet Coke onto their meat whistle. This seems very dangerous. (laughs) No, I mean, seriously. You would think after seeing what it does to a two-liter container Mm -hmm. of Diet Coke. I don't know if anyone's lived to tell about it, but... Yeah, seriously, something can blow (laughs) out. I mean... I you know. need to take care of that for your olden days when you, so you don't have to wear a diaper. Right. I mean, it's a Mentos enema. But you were right, though. Dave Grohl, that jingle thing was so catchy, it just stuck in everyone's head. And it probably, because Dave Grohl is a, maybe around our age. Yeah. You know his influence with commercials. I'm sure commercials influenced him. So it just happens that he is a big air supply fan. I mean, which makes sense because he seems to really have an eclectic appreciation for music. All different kinds. And so with the video you were talking about, Big Me, 
Yeah. Which is kind of the softest song on that album. It is. It kind of has almost an air supply-ish feel to it. Yeah. But yeah, they did the video for that song, which has really become one of their most famous songs. And the Foo Fighters reenact the commercial, the Mentos commercials in their video. Yeah, it's definitely something that continues to be appreciated because I think I've even seen some TikTok videos where people reenact. The Mentos? Yeah, the Mentos or make up their own kind of Mentos. Do they commercial. still use that song? Do they still use the jingle I don't or have even they updated see Mentos it? commercials anymore? I don't remember seeing any in a long time as well. Yeah. And then they've got still got those tubes and then they've got these packs of gum. I never even really knew was Mentos a mint or was it a gum? Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a chewy yeah. wafer. <laughs> there comes that European <laughs> flair. I think it's some kind of mint because I've chewed up and swallowed so many. Oh, you're a Mentos fan. Yeah. Oh. Like Mentos. What flavor? I don't know. Oh, just whichever tube you grab? The green one. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Spearmint. Oh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. But it's. I guess they're kind of like razzles. Remember oh. those razzles? Oh, yeah. They were. They're nothing like razzles. No. Well, <laughs> okay. So razzles. You, is it a gum? No, Mentos is definitely not a gum. You cannot chew it. Like they make gum. They, they make, make Mentos gum, now. gum. Yeah. But yeah, it's a chewy mint. That's all it is. Oh. Okay. It's like, all right. It's That's like, where the freshness comes. I don't from. remember when I ate that tube of Mentos. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's not on my buy-in list. <laughs> I know. I'm going to get you for Christmas a Mentos, roll of Mentos, and a bear. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect gift. That's all I want. But yes, to clarify, it, it's a hard shell with a chewy inside. And oh. then Mentos gum is a separate thing that they sell separately. They branched out. We're yes. going to have to bring some Mentos in here. We should have got some today to eat them. Yeah. Oh, God. Why also, f- Mentos hit us up. We're looking for sponsors. Yep. Ooh. They're... They're full of life. Yeah. From their songs. We love Mentos. Totally love (laughs) Now that they want to be advertisers. We love them. Uh, Now you've got one, too. Right. Um, So uh, I've got one that we would love the sponsorship as well. Oh, my. (laughs) So um, (laughs) so, um, Uh, as we get older, yeah. Kenny Rogers actually wrote a pretty famous jingle. Lady. Right. Yeah, and, um, the lady guy. Islands in the Stream. And that beard. Yep, that oh. beard. He was, you know, was he one of uh, people's sexiest men alive at one time? He probably was. Oh. Probably made it the list. Could have been. everyone liked that little silver beard. Oh, my God. But I did, know. Yeah. I got beard envy. Totally, because, I mean, it's all <laughs> full and filled in. Right. But did you notice that Kenny Rogers' plastic surgery disasters are basically a barometer for his music? Oh, I never really thought of it. Have you but... seen, like, all the work he's had done? Oh, God, it does not look good. Because I don't know what came first, bad music or the bad rhinoplasty. <laughs> I mean, he started transforming into Eric Stoltz from The Mask. <laughs> His face started looking not weird. It was it, like Elephant man It became alien, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was oh. really weird where he did not look like Kenny yeah. Rogers. Oh, God. Anyway, so... That was a sidebar. So, and he probably sings like, maybe. Because <laughs> right, he no, right, can't move his face. doesn't work anymore. <laughs> well, it doesn't anymore because he's... 
Wow. He passed in 2020. Oh. But most people remember Kenny Rogers from his country-leaning pop hits. Oh, you know, yes. The Gambler. Mm-hmm. Islands in the Stream with Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. He pretty much owned the 80s adult pop radio. He was on, like... Rock channels and country yeah, channels. Yeah, he was kind of a crossover. Yeah, he was phenomenon. Right, he was the Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, for old people. <laughs> uh, anyway, but in the later part of the eighties, his star was fading, and his album sales. Yeah. He had two records between uh, 1986 and 1987 that were flops. Oh, and he was used to being pretty successful, so he started to panic. But his older stuff was still really popular. Oh, yeah. But the musician's ego, you still want to keep yeah. being relevant with it, new stuff. It was his possum kingdom. Right. So people were still listening to him and buying his records, but they were listening to his old stuff, not his new stuff that he was putting out. And yeah. he considered himself to be a good songwriter. And actually, he, he was. He yeah. started off doing rock music. Kudos to him for yep. that. Yeah. He was doing an awards show with Barry mm-hmm. Manilow. And they were just shooting the shit like musicians do, hanging out. And um, Barry mentioned the commercial stuff. All those commercials Barry did. Right. And so um, in between the lengthy conversations of how to feather your hair, (laughs) Barry (laughs) 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 Mello. I'm just imagining that's probably what they were talking about because they both had that feathered hair. Oh, yeah, because Barry, I'm sure, can't grow a beard, so they can't have beard talk. Yeah, Feathered so hair talk. Go with the hair. Barry gave him some pointers on writing jingles and gave him a card on who to call. Mm. And um, Kenny got his first job. Wow. I think it is one of the best commercial jingles ever written. Oh, which one? It's for Doxadan. <laughs> um, I don't think that it got... It's props. It was beautiful. Yeah. And it's an earworm. I remember it uh-huh. like we would laugh our asses off whenever we this commercial came on. But it was very, very short-lived. So if you don't know what Doxadan is, yeah. let me sing the jingle for you and I'll clear it up. Uh, clear it up. Yeah. Right. So uh, the commercial starts with a darkly lit cowboy sitting on stage with a guitar. Very and country. the camera pans in. And the cowboy moves up to the microphone and he's like, the ballad of a gentle laxative. <laughs> and then he starts playing guitar and he's like, when I'm a regular, here's what I do. I take Doxadan because it works when I expect it to. Doxadan, gentle Doxadan. I get no surprises. I feel better in the morning as sure as the sun rises. Doxadan, Doxadan, when nature needs a helping hand. Get overnight relief with Doxadan, <laughs> as sure as the sun rises. Rises, yeah. You remember that one? I do. I do remember Doxadan. I remember we thought it was the funniest thing because no one talked about laxatives. Right. Or, no, no. There were commercials probably, yeah. but it wasn't out in the front. But this one was like a longish commercial. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they put, you know, they talked about that, the function in a funny way, yeah. and we would walk around singing that song because <laughs> it was so freaking catchy. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we, and we loved it. It started like, a ballad of a gentle laxative. <laughs> and the, t- so many kids don't even know what the hell a laxative is. No. No. But we were right in that wheelhouse where we knew. <laughs> and you, it was 
hilarious. You just knew it came on during Price is Right. Right. <laughs> See, now now it would come on Fox News. because uh, Exactly. I don't know if you've... I try not to watch much of it, but occasionally it's on in the background places. Uh-huh. And they do a lot of catheter ads on Fox News. What? Yeah, there's a cowboy what? who talks about his... I don't have a lot of experience with catheters outside of a hospital situation, but apparently <laughs> it's a thing. And there's wow. a cowboy who talks about catheters frequently. Well, on Fox News, so this would fit right in. They could just wow. do the laxative cowboy right next to him. So I guess they did the marketing <laughs> research, and cowboys are right in the trusted authority for catheters and laxatives and whatnot. Like it's that. all that saddle riding, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and those scooters. What is the little? I guess lack of public restrooms on the trail leads to oh. later issues. I don't mm. know. Oh yeah, but you don't want a gentle <laughs> laxative while you're out in the you know the mesquite trees. <laughs> rustling up some beans (laughs) (laughs) fertilizing the grass yeah no nope although you is it cow patty or is it kenny rogers i don't know (laughs) who did that um anyway so the the commercial Uh, received a lot of attention a uh, lot oh yeah but it was not necessarily the right kind of attention it seems that people didn't think kindly of a stool softener diddy Really? Yeah. It was so catchy. Before they were called Karens, they were still Karens. And they were mad that this commercial was on their regular TV where, you know, they're watching a soap opera and all of a sudden they're reminded of the cowboy who needs to take a crap. (laughs) And look what's on TV now. I mean, there's all this stuff about problems and erectile dysfunction and... yeah, there were protests and campaigns to ban Doxidan. Wow. It was insane. So they pulled the commercial after a short time, a very successful campaign. They yeah. pulled the commercial. Yeah. So- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All those poor people now getting stuck up because now Doxidan's getting pulled. Right. So it got pulled and it ruined the amusement of every scatological enthusiast like myself yeah. who enjoyed that commercial. <laughs> but Kenny was embarrassed. Aw, poor Kenny. Yeah, and he exited the jingle business. That was the only jingle he wrote, but he exited faster than a doxidin and deuce poo. (laughs) Gently. That's a quick exit. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't do anything for two years because he was so freaking embarrassed and... I guess the internal backlash from all of that. <laughs> backlash. But speaking of backlash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there is a joke here, too. Uh-huh. So his next release was titled Something Inside So Strong. <laughs> and which I'm interpreting as he started holding on to his poo. <laughs> Still releasing it. So it created some kind of psychological security blanket. Right. <laughs> so that's something so strong. He just probably needed to take oh, a doxidan about it. I know. Oh, poor doxidan and poor Kenny. Oh. So I think he made a very unhealthy decision. I don't want to speculate, but he passed away in 2020. Was it <laughs> from holding on to a poo? Oh. I, I have no details on that. Yeah. So um, we're not going there. Right. But the sad thing is. <laughs> He didn't live to hear the praise of his greatest contribution to music and bowels from me because I think it was a beautiful, genius work of art. I think it reached number two on the billboard. It should have. It should have. I love that song. And I'm, it's just sad that uh, Kenny wasn't around to, to hear people uh, tell you. let him know that 
I loved it. Yeah. It was a great work of he art. He didn't have to run to Hawaii, he which is a great to place to run to. It I'm is. Sure. It's a pretty good one. <laughs> and you've seen his house. I have. I've uh-huh. driven by his house. <laughs> That's very creepy. No, but it yeah. Was stalking. <laughs> Throwing Doxadan boxes. <laughs> well, over I didn't his know. Gate. I did pick a pineapple. Ooh. from his yard. It was a place without the gate. Oh. And there was just like this little area had pineapples growing and we just went out. And I don't know if you've tried to, if you've seen the way pineapples grow. Uh-uh. They're prickly and you hurt your hands. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Got that. We yeah. had a steak knife from a restaurant. <laughs> You are so So prone to taking things from eating places, aren't you? (laughs) I have a wonderful cutlery set from various mugs and glasses. I have the scary Waffle House plates. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember that about you. (laughs) I have a wonderful set of uh, shot glasses from the Lizard Lounge. In Dallas. Anyway. So. <laughs> Great collection. But I have a pineapple from yep. Kenny Rogers. He Aww. ate it later that night. Aww. Anyway. That's Poor Kenny. cool. Uh, time for that Lone Star salute. You know what a general laxative kazoo's could be? Or <laughs> if you put your self up against that vibration that from vibrating a tissue <laughs> if you like turn it up real loud yeah. and put your bum up against the yeah. listening, the speakers um, it'll loosen some stuff I know who needs to buy medicine buy a kazoo right yeah. and just listen to it real loud or have someone play it have your partner play a kazoo by your buns <laughs> Uh, we're to our favorite part of the show, which is a Lone Star Salute. Yes, yes. One star, one star. Where we read to you one star reviews oh, of yeah. things to do with music, artists, videos. Yep. yep. All the good Anything things. Anything music related. People are pissed. <laughs> they want to express themselves. What better way than a one star review? So. And I found so many one star reviews of... The Like a Good Neighbor State oh, Farm is there. I know. You shared. People are mad about that song. Oh, see, I know. You found a couple and and gave me one to read, and it's just like, holy fuck. But people hate State Farm. Oh, man. And then it's so, I mean, the oxymoron of them being, and Like a Good Neighbor State Farm is there. Yeah, and, and like, it just has really rubbed some people the wrong way. It's like when you use those lyrics, you're asking for it. You better live up to right. it. Right. If they're the neighbor, they're the ones that are like causing shit in the neighborhood. Right. Oh. So don't say you're a good neighbor and then don't yeah. be a good neighbor because <laughs> people will get mad. So we're going to read a couple yeah. of these. Yeah. This one is by Donald Westwood, and he doesn't like insurance companies in general. Yeah, I get it. And he got triggered by, like, a good neighbor. And, <laughs> triggered. Um, yeah, I mean, he got triggered. Yeah. And here's what Donald said. There is something insidious about insurance companies promoting themselves as folksy friends who truly care about their customers, when in reality, 
They are expletive corporations that care only about securing the largest payout possible for their already rich shareholders. Yep. That's a really long sentence, by the way. (laughs) They needed more commas. (laughs) It's even worse when your company has been named one of the worst offenders in a whole industry that makes a practice of upping company profits by simply not paying out when its customers get screwed. So, yeah, a double fuck you from State Farm's Like a Good Neighbor jingle. State Farm is no one's friend. I give that one star a five-star review. Right? (laughs) Donald Westwood knows what's what. I tell you, and this one that uh, I'm about to read has a very similar tone to it. Uh, This one is from someone named Kay Toner, and uh, we've all heard this shit commercial before, right? Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, at least in America. My husband was murdered brutally, died in my arms gasping for air three years ago, and shortly after this terribly frightening event in my life, I did the usual things people do when their spouse passes. Take his name off the checking account, notify agencies of the change, which included State Farm. We had auto insurance, full coverage for $125 a month, and were with them for over 10 years. I let them know that he died, and they not only increased my rate, they more than fucking doubled it to $268 a month. Needless to say, I went with another insurance agency. Every time their commercial comes on the TV, I think about their slogan and laugh cynically. Fuck you, State Farm. (laughs) Like a good neighbor, my ass. When I needed you most, you fucked me. I will never recommend your company to anyone, you cocksuckers. I get that another five star, by the way. (laughs) That was on Reddit. When I read that one, I was like, holy crap, that took a turn, a a murder? What the fuck? What the hell, man? God. But she wrapped it up exactly how I would have wrapped it up. Everything is just coming out there at the end. It's just like, okay, I'll tell you my story, and then yeah. I'll give you my thoughts about this shitty-ass state farm. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cocksucker. <laughs> there was no holding back on that one. So no. Definitely worthy of one-star uh, glory. And I wonder uh, if any of that clapback comes back to uh, Barry. If he hears it and it's like sad. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he cares. Probably not. He's like rolling around naked in his money. I know. They still have to send him a check. Cause it, do they still use that slogan? I guess they do. Oh, yeah. heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. that one's that lasted forever. Been, yeah, it has been around forever. He's still raking in the dough. Man. Another fun show. Yeah. The happy ending. It's almost like the oral A U R A L laxative. It is. Yeah. The oral laxative. It does give you a happy ending. It does. <laughs> so you feel so much better after it. Kids, we've heard some fun stories today. Yeah, they've been some Pretty good ones. Pretty interesting stories about some jingles. Love talking about jingles. Totally love jingles. Yeah. But remember, some jackalope tales are larger than life and overshadow the truth. Yeah. Some truths sound too insane to even be real. Yeah, that's true. Right? But ultimately, we're living in a big jackalope tale and connected to a never-ending game of telephone. Yeah. So listen to the stories and use your good judgment. Because when your source is the internet... Who fucking knows? <laughs> I know. I remember in... Uh... 
the kids in school, they weren't allowed to use Wikipedia. Ooh, the uh, devil. And that's what I go to. <laughs> and I can type anything I want on a page. <laughs> I know. That's the best part of it. I know. I remember looking up the toadies and then I see myself on there and then I tried to edit myself and then I had to get approval mm-hmm. and I'm like fuck this this is too <laughs> time consuming <laughs> so I gave up on it I edited it for you go back and oh. look oh shit <laughs> okay <laughs> I'll find out what I've been up to <laughs> very good so everyone thank you for listening we really appreciate you. Yes. And follow the links on our show notes to find us on all the socials. Yes. Subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And join us next time as we question, is it real or is it a jackalope tale? I know. You just never know when you use the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is that. the funk. <laughs> you gotta have the funk.